So the irony of this podcast being what to do when you don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so we're trying to shoot this content when our both of our kids were napping. Nappy, yep. And one came out, the other started crying. <laughs> Welcome to Growing with the Nearest podcast. I'm Sonia Nira. And I'm Brian Nira. And we're on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, purpose, and relationships. Yes. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking to all the parents from the topic, what to do when you don't know what to do as a parent. And let me tell you right now, we have been there many times. (laughs) Sonia and I have two little boys. Uh, They are both under two and a half years old. So we have been on the journey of learning how uh, to be parents. Uh, And it has been an eventful one. We've had highs, we've had lows and everything in between. So we just really want to share from our experience. And then a lot of things that um, a lot of advice that we've received from uh, parents who have been parents for years and years and years. So Sonia, take us in. I've I've probably cried out in desperation <laughs> more to the Lord because of my kids. Mm. Um, you know, as a parent, because of parenting, not because yes. of my kids, because of parenting, um, than probably any other thing. I have never felt so ill-equipped in something. Mm. Um, there's obviously so many areas that I feel equipped in, in parenting them, things that are just that come natural. But as far as like, you know, stewarding their development, yeah, that is something that I'm not an expert in. I didn't go to school in childhood development or child development. I didn't, you know, learn a bunch of techniques of how to help their brain mature, you know, and techniques of managing behavior. Um, and so just feeling really ill-equipped when you, I mean, this is going to sound really intense. Are you ready? Yes. Parents, your children are sinners. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They have a sin nature yes. that is alive and well. Yes, definitely. And it is, I mean, it is amazing how early on you see children like learn to lie, mm. like lying and manipulation and, <laughs> um, you know, disobedience. Yeah. And so learning how to manage and steward, um, you know, our children's sin nature so that they can have the tools in their life to subdue it. Mm. That is really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. How do I, as his mom, help him so he has the best possible chance to subdue his flesh and his and, you know, keep his mind in check and his thoughts in check? Um, in accordance to a biblical worldview, you know, there's that scripture that says, raise a child in the way that they shall go and they will not depart from it. And so yeah, for me, I literally just pulled that up. It's, it's Proverbs 22, verse six, you know, and it says, just like Sonia said, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, he is, he will not depart from it. What you were saying is so important about the fact that we've been called as parents to train up our children, to ultimately help them. I think first and foremost, have an intimate relationship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And secondly, to like understand that um, we do have a sin nature and we have to surrender that over to the Lord. We have to surrender that. And so I think that's the biggest thing for us in this season is understanding where our son is at. I think for me, I have to think about that a lot. Specifically speaking of Zayden, because Zeke is still young enough to where he's like, 
He can't really do much. I know. He's still like so cute and he can't talk back to you and he can't run away, you yeah. know, when you're in this store. Yeah. And you know, like Zayden, this is the thing. Zayden's the best. We uh, love him. We but he's a toddler yeah. and he's in terrific twos, yes. you know, and he's going to be in terrific yeah. twos until he's three. Yeah. And, and so, he's learning and he's growing yeah. like all uh, how to manage even his own emotions. Yeah. Like he's feeling so many things. And so yeah. I think the hardest thing for me that, that I run into often is like, I just, I, if I'm not in the right mindset, I just get mad at him. Mm-hmm. I get mad at him for the actions that he's displaying. And I, I don't, stop to think about the fact that he's two. He has no clue that this is wrong. Yeah. In some things he does know they're wrong. Cause he looks at us while he's yeah, doing it. You know that he knows. And, and he smiles. Um, but I think for me, like what to do when you don't know what to do. I think if you can stop in those moments where you're overwhelmed and realize number one, they're a child and they will grow up. They will grow out of this stage. They will grow into a phase where they're able to manage their emotions better. Yeah. And like number two, that there is so much grace. There's so much grace for us in the, in these seasons of raising up children, like no matter how old your children are. And I think that when we understand that we're not going to get it all right, but that God is so good that if we'll just do our part to do what Proverbs, what Sonia was talking about, training them up in the way that they should go, that God will do his part in raising kids. One of the most powerful things Steve Dickey told me when we were getting ready to have Zayden is he said this to me. He said, I was sitting in, uh, I was sitting in the hospital after the birth of my first child and I was overwhelmed with anxiety. I was overwhelmed and my wife had just left the hospital room for some reason for a moment. And I was in the room by myself with my little baby. And he said, in that moment, I was filled with so much fear. But then the Lord spoke to his heart and said, hey, listen, that's my child. That's my child. And in that moment, like ultimately what the Lord was telling him was that, yes, I've tasked you to raise this child, but before they're your child, they're my child. And so I think what to do when you don't know what to do is remember that you're a steward. Mm. So do your best to be a faithful steward. Yeah, I mean, that that word also insinuates, hey, you're not alone in this. You're not alone. The Lord is here to help you. I remember when the Lord said, he, he said, Sonia, you are responsible <laughs> to teach these kids, mm-hmm. right? Like we assume like they're just like have built in fi- features, mm-hmm. you know, well, they, they know not to hit. They know not to kick and scream. They know that when mommy says no, they just do it automatically. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the case. We have to teach them how to be obedient to parents, we have to teach them how to control their emotions. We have to teach them, you know, that we don't use our hands and feet yeah. as weapons. You know, it's like we are, we have that, we have that responsibility. And I love that word that the Lord gave Steve about, you know, he, this is my child, mm. not yours, you know, mm. because it insinuates that the Lord is with us and we're not alone. So. The irony of this podcast being what to do when you don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so we're trying to shoot this content 
and when our both of our kids were napping. Never, yep. And one came out, the other started crying. <laughs> so what did we do when we didn't know what to do? We asked Faith, which is their aunt, mm-hmm. to take them out of the house. Absolutely. <laughs> this podcast is as real as it can get. As real. <laughs> What do you do when you don't know what to do is you call for help. Yes, 100%. You call for help. Call for help. You call for help. You ask people to help you because, and I that's something I've had to humble myself in is asking yeah. for help, it's, especially when I live in a city where I don't have family. Yeah. It's easier for me to like call my mom and have my mom come over or my sisters, but that's just, I'm not in that position. So I feel weird asking like a friend to do what I would ask my mom to do, Yeah, you know? And so I've had to humble myself. I had a hard time understanding that at first, but the more and more like we live life, the more I understand that like, it's not always easy to ask for help, but it's important to ask for help because usually the people around you, whether that's your neighbors, your community, your church community, they want to help you out. They want to be there for you. And so for those who you can trust, it's always good to, um, to lean on them. Absolutely. So, you know, circling back around just so we can have a concise thought, you know, for us, prayer is a big thing Mm -hmm. for us. Research and learning is a big thing. Yeah. Like if you, like for me, if I know that it's, it's normal in Zayden's development that he's, he, he throws a toy in anger. Mm. I don't feel so like. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with my kid? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and that's like a silly example, but there's plenty of things where we feel that way. Like what's wrong? Like, why is this happening? You know? And I just think if you can have wisdom and knowledge, it helps you navigate it with peace and with strategy, you know, cause it's like when we, when we did sleep training with Zayden and it, Literally, we walked him back into his room a hundred over a hundred times because we kept tally. <laughs> yeah. And one night, we went into it knowing that that was something that could happen. Yes. And we knew that it was normal if it happened. Yeah. Instead of like thinking about it, if we did that over a hundred times, the hundredth tally mark, because you did fifty and I did fifty, and then yeah. I, we pretty much like stopped count after that. Yeah. Could you imagine how defeated we would feel feel if we were like, this is not working. Nothing is working for us. So defeated. It's like we went into it knowing like it's very possible because we had a friend that literally walked their kid back in like (laughs) 93 times and they didn't beat her like by 40. (laughs) And so I think, you know, knowledge can really help and wisdom can help. And, you know, community is another thing is, you know, reaching out to people. When you don't know what to do, you reach out to your community. Yeah. And you said something great. I just want to go back to it before we had to stop um, when I was telling the story about Steve and, you know, his experience with his daughter and realizing, you know, the Lord speaking to him that before she's your daughter, she's my daughter. You had a really great thought about, you know, people realizing that they're not alone in this, that the Lord is, the Lord is right there with them. Yeah. The statement itself, this is my son or this is my daughter, that the, mm. the Lord, the, these are the Lord's children. Mm. That statement insinuates that we are not alone, yes. that he is with us. Yes. And we know there's so many scriptures that promise that he's with us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't say like when it says, you know, I will never leave you or forsake you. It doesn't say that isn't insinuate only in your single season when you don't have kids. The reality is we're not alone and we've, we've got to reach out to our community when we don't know what we, what we 
you know, we, we don't know what to do. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the Growing with the Nearest podcast. Hey, we always want to remind you that the reason why we're here is because we are on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, faith purpose, and, and relationship. So thank you. If you like this podcast and you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and comment on this uh, video. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other listening platform, make sure that you give us a rate that you rate us you comment um, so that more people can get access to this podcast we love you all so much and we will see you next week on the growing with the nearest podcast